You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler, Halen Miller-Keys, and Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help! We Suck at Being Newlyweds. We are all in different locations today. I am joined by the beautiful, angelic, perfect, intelligent, kind, sweet Jared Haben. I'm just kidding. I, I knew gonna, you were going to do I that. was going to say, I honestly was Kaylin, about to say, what did he do? Why is he sucking up so badly? <laughs> I was going to say, Kaylin Miller Keys is joining us from somewhere in the middle of Ohio, right? Is that where you are? Yes. Yes. That's where I am. And Jared's joining us sleeveless from uh, his home in Rhode Island, I would think, right? Uh, home uh, in Rhode Island. Do I? I mean, I've been up since uh, like 730, but you know what it was? I find that I look best with bedhead, so I didn't do. I didn't put a hat on. I didn't put a product in my hair. I went to run errands, and uh, here I am. I've been working. So I got a new car. I got a truck. I've been working on the nice. truck. Yeah, Heck I feel yeah. like... Uh, there's times though when I drive the truck where I'm like, should I be blasting Kid Rock and have mm-hmm. two American flags on this thing? And like, is that nece- is is this a prerequisite? I don't know. Let me guess what let me guess what kind of truck you got. You got a 2022 Ford F one fifty. Ooh, so close. It is a 2022. It's a year old, but it would be a GMC Denali. Ah, dude, congratulations! Welcome to the Thank truck you. club. Welcome. Do you have a truck? Yeah, I got a Toyota Tacoma 2022. It's my pride and joy, my sweet baby that my that gets me to all these mountains that I'm trying to climb out here. So it's, you know, truck life is good. You have a car in Colorado? Dean has like 10 vehicles. Excuse me, I drove it from Nevada. <laughs> I'm like I'm sleeping. I'm like living in the truck when I'm in Colorado. Not now, not when we record because you know, it's nice to have a hotel room and Wi-Fi and stuff, but I drive it to the trailhead which requires four-wheel drive so I couldn't bring the van. And then I sleep in the truck bed, and then I go and hike. Sleep in the truck bed? Is it exposed yeah. at night? No, I got like a cap over the top of it, and I put like a bed frame in it. It's, pretty, it's nice. It's really nice. It's like a five-star hotel on wheels. Maybe like a four-star hotel. So All right, maybe have, it's like a three-star hotel. Yeah, let's just keep going down and be more realistic. <laughs> so you have the truck, you have the van, you have a motorcycle. motorcycle and a yeah, Subaru. And, and then I have a Subaru. And I'll tell you what. Every car has its purpose. The van obviously gets used for van things. The truck gets used for the truck things and for this uh, mission that I'm on right now. The Subaru is used when I'm in Las Vegas and the truck is in Colorado and like if I fly back or something. And the motorcycle, as we've talked about on this podcast, is in Los Angeles permanently so I can drive that whenever I visit Los Angeles without having to get an Uber. So it all works out. It all works out. <laughs> but let's not talk about cars. I want to hear uh, from Kalen, <laughs> if that's okay with you guys. Kaylin, tell us about what you're doing right now. Can you share anything or do you want to kind of keep it close to the chest? Um, I can share. I'll be gone by the time this airs, but I'm just in a cabin in the woods in Hawking Hills, which um, 
is like an hour outside of Columbus, just a little quick little girls trip. Um, I've only been to Ohio a couple times and Hawking Hills keeps popping up on my Instagram. One of my friends lives out here, so came out and it is so beautiful. So there's three cabins and like these massive windows everywhere. So I can see this beautiful pond. Um, there's like a family of four right by us and then this little couple. So it's like our own little sanctuary out here. That's nice. What have you guys been doing? Well, got in last night, got in the hot tub, made dinner. That's it. <laughs> we made a nice girl dinner. I don't know if you've seen that on TikTok, but we made mac and cheese. Oh, on TikTok. No, I haven't really been on TikTok much, but it does look beautiful out there. And I guess you just got there yesterday. So maybe if we had this podcast a day from now, we would get more experiences. But what do you guys plan on doing? Are you going to go on some hikes? Are you going to go kayaking? Are you going to swim in the lake? What are you going to do? Yeah, we're planning on going on some hikes, but apparently this past winter didn't get super cold. So the ticks that were supposed to die didn't die. And tick season is really, really bad. So I'm a little nervous to go on a hike. We need to find like some tick repellent before we do that. Well, that sounds lovely, Kaylin. It looks like you're having, sounds like you're having fun. <laughs> and I'm yeah, excited yeah. <laughs> to hear all about it when we get home next week. And I want to see some pictures. Um, yeah, it sounds like you're having fun. That's great. Do, do any of your um, friends, like, so how many girlfriends do you go with? This time it's just uh, me and another friend. Oh, okay. So it's just two of you. Does she have kids? No. All right. Damn it. Because I'm really trying to figure out how like logistically we can do this. Because I think Ashley really needs a girl's trip. And so, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out exactly, all right, how do I send them away? Where can I send them to? And then I just got to make sure I take care of Dawson. But I kind of want to be a surprise. I guess I'm spoiling it from the podcast, but I don't know. (sighs) Do you you give me an idea when you said girl's trip? Why can't she just book like organize a girl's trip by herself? Why do you have to send her away? Um, I don't have to, but I, I think it would be an, a, a nice gesture. Because uh, mm-hmm. the problem is, like we've talked about in Rhode Island, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Yesterday, uh, I got out of work and my buddy texted me. He was like, hey, do you want to golf? I got out of work around like three. And this, he was like, do you want to golf at 430? And uh, the country club we belong to, is it ugh, takes freaking forever because it's the middle of nowhere. So it, takes, it took us a, a, like a little over an hour to get there. But then Ashley, so I asked Ashley and she's, was very hesitant. She's like, yeah, you know, cause she was home with Dawson and then she wants to do something with me. Cause she doesn't have any other friends in Rhode Island. And so she's like, can I, can Dawson and I come? I said, yeah, of course. So she was texting with Kenny, my buddy. Cause we had, you know, we're all friends and then we're driving there and I was like, all right, what are you going to do? Well, you know, I golf. I'll only, you know, golf for like an hour and 45 minutes. So just do nine holes. And she's like, no, we're going to come on the cart with you. And it was Dawson and Ashley. And I was like, oh, Okay. And then we were running late. We were I was already stressed because I had just worked at three. I was running. Literally, I was texting my buddy being like, I'm just going to jump on the tee with you because there's no tee times afterwards. And I was getting there directly the minute the tee off time. But then, of course, she was like, oh, no, Dawson, are I coming with us? I'm like, Ashley, it's going to take forever to get him out of the car and in the car and like get this going. And then he's going to be crying on the freaking golf course. And we're going to get kicked out of this country club because we're going to have a crying baby on the course. Mm-hmm. But I didn't say that because I was like, it's okay. So, of course, we get on the course. He starts, he wasn't too fussy, but he was like fussy enough. We're driving past another hole and they're like looking at us because we have a baby on this golf course who's like, wow. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. So they ended up leaving after the second hole. Long story short, I felt terrible because then I was like, all right, never mind. I don't want to golf anymore because it's too stressful. I'm, I can't even hit the ball off the tee because like I'm just, Dawson's making too much noise in the background. I'm too focused on that. And then, of course, I'm having this realization in my head that the only way Ashley has fun in Rhode Island is when she just does things with me because we don't have that friend group. So this was all happening in my head. So she left after the second hole. And then I was like, I'm walking off the course. I'm not going to let you guys just go and do your own thing if you weren't planning on it. She's like, no, we'll be fine. Just finish the nine holes. So then like she was walking away with Dawson, but she didn't pick him up and walked away. She like was letting him walk. So, of course, he was just like staring at me. And I'm like, I'm the worst father of all time. This is horrible i'm choosing golf over my son so i'm like nope i'm leaving she's like no 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 you're staying you're golfing i'm going over here we're fine and so we were arguing about that and i'm like this is so fucking stupid and then a long story short i ended up finishing on holes i played terrible because i couldn't get out of my own head and then we just had a long conversation so about like i feel terrible because it feels like you know we don't have that dy- dynamic right now where you can do your own thing and i can do my own thing and we can be happy doing it because we're just not in that mode so uh, when you, Kaylin, you mentioned the girl strip, I was like, oh, okay. If I can, you know, I want her to do her own thing and be happy. You know what I mean? I want her to be happy with her friends. Yeah. Or, 
So I was thinking maybe if I send her on a girl's trip with Lauren or something, like just a getaway for a couple nights without Dawson. I know she'll miss Dawson, but she'll be so I'll have like adult time. So anyway, that's my thought process. That that's that's something I think I mean, that'll get better idea. in a couple in a couple years, right? Like if Dawson could if Dawson's like four and he's like more aware of what's going on, you could just bring him just Dawson and then Ashley could go off and do whatever she wanted to do. Cause I, I exactly. feel like once you get past the hump of like fully having to babysit, not babysit, but like, you know, give a hundred percent of your attention to the kid while it's still so young. But when it gets a little older, at least you'll have some more leeway with that. But I will say I've gone, I've gone golfing with Kaylin a couple times in the cart and she doesn't play, but she'll like sit with me, Kaylin, and you can attest to this. And every time we've done it, maybe like three times total twice in the past, like six months. And both of those times in the past six months, I've, every time I would hit the ball, I'd be like, Kaylin, this is the most fun I've ever had playing golf. It's great. You get to play golf. You do one of your favorite hobbies, and then you get to go back into the cart and sit next to the love of your life. Well, who who could ever possibly complain about that? You know, it's different when you have a crying baby, obviously. But like, you know, minus yes. the baby, it's pretty nice. Yeah, and I feel bad because Dawson is like peak Dawson. I love being around him so much right now. He is just the best. He is happy. He's uh, just so energetic. And he, you know, like, like we talked about, like, he's just that, 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 that. And it's like, dude, that is just the best feeling in the world. Um, So that was the other problem was that like, he was walking away and I'm like, no, I don't want you. Like, I would rather go with you than golf right now. But then of course, Ashley was like, no, I feel bad. You work all the time. You should golf. And I'm like, no, like, I feel bad. You don't want to be in Rhode Island and you live here. So it was just like a, a tale, you know, that old, that old song and dance. Kaylin, can you weigh in on from a woman's perspective on this situation? Well, being childless, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. It would be nice it, when we eventually have kids to, you know, partake in your hobbies with you. But it just sounds like it's a bit stressful. Like you, yeah. my hobbies? No, like you know, Dean loves to golf. So when I, when we have kids. You know, do do what you guys try to do. Bring the kid on the golf course, but it just sounds it sounds a little challenging. Oh yeah, I mean, with the, Ashley always does this, and I love her so much for wanting to do it because she's always so optimistic about the thought of doing something rather than the practicality of doing it. For example, anytime we go out, it's like, oh, we should go out to dinner. I'm like, yeah, we need a babysitter. She's like, no, we'll bring Dawson. I'm like, Ashley, why do we continue going down this? this cycle of misery where we go to dinner, we bring Dawson. He's fun, but it's just like, it's not relaxing because our entire attention span is on him. Like, don't do that. Don't pick that. No, you can't have that. Nope. We'll just get his food as quick as possible. Yes, please. Just bring his food as fast as humanly possible. And then he gets his food and then we get our food and he's like trying to reach for us and he's crying because he sees us eating different food than him and he wants whatever food we're eating. So then we put on Miss Rachel just to enjoy our dinner and then we're like, okay, we'll take the check and get out of here. And we're like, oh, that was nice. Yeah, very nice. But it's like, it's just the constant feeling of guilt where like all we're doing is focusing on Dawson so we never sit down and have a conversation and then by the time our food comes I feel terrible because it's like all right we're gonna put Miss Rachel on so we can eat and then I'm like well now we're just putting a phone in front of them so why are we even going out to eat at least if we were home we'd be able to like interact with them or put something on the background of the TV and then like eat while we're like playing music or whatever but anyway <laughs> this is the joy of having children ladies and gentlemen and the problem da Dawson Jesus Dean I almost called you Dawson I'm flattered you should be. He's a very good looking kid. But uh, what I was going to say, time is ticking. You know, we got to start number two if we want siblings soon. So, you know, it's just like we're yeah. going to do it all over again. So here we go. Buckle up. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be better the second time because then you'll have a two year old dedicated babies, two year older dedicated babysitter for when that kid is two. You'll have a four year old that can watch the two year old. Yeah, that's what people are telling us. That like yeah. Dawson's actually going to be a help. Right, 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 right. At least it may be not like super helpful at first, but he'll like work his way into it. It's so interesting yeah. to hear you talk about it because my oldest brother has a baby who's the exact same age as Dawson. And he his his not gripes, but like his comments about being a dad are so similar to yours. Um, they're a little different. Like they are t they just took their baby camping for the very first time uh, this past weekend. And he said it was like one of the hardest things he's ever done. But um like similar to like you, like, you know, you go out to dinner and it's like challenging. You're like, why are we even doing this? But in the broad scheme of things, it's like probably a good thing rather than just like staying home with the baby until the baby's old enough to talk or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it's just interesting. And and then he's talking about a lot of that too. He's like, once the baby or once my babe uh, child is old enough, because he like used to be a really big rock climber, and now he has to not has to, but I guess gets to be on dad duty a lot more often. He's like not able to climb as much. So he's like, when I'm 50 years old, and he's like 40 now. It's like when I'm 50, I'm going to be the strongest 50 year old rock climber in the world because I'll be able to either take the kids to the climbing gym or they'll be able to stay home while I go out and do the things that I'm interested in. So I think yeah. it's just like a matter of, of delaying the things that you want to do for like five or 10 years and then be getting really yeah, good exactly. at it later on. Yeah. Yeah. I've accepted that. I don't think Ashley has. Cause she's like, I want to do it now. And I'm like, totally. I understand. Cause she's like, why can't we just go out to dinner? Like, why can't we do this? I'm like, Ashley, every parent in the world has informed us, like get traveling and all the things you want to do out of your system. Cause when you have kids, you're going to have to just not do a lot of things that you want to do for a few years. So I was like, we just got to, just got to, got to get through it. Got to get through it. And he's so much fun at home. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another. And every time after that, it's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico. 
offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Kaylin, how would you do with that, do you think? I was just thinking how, how the both of us would deal with that. I feel like we both have um, very independent lives that I feel like, you know, who knows? It, you know, we don't have kids and we don't know how hard it would be, but I feel like you'd still be able to, I'd watch baby Debbie or baby Hunter and you'd go off and do your thing for a few days and then, you know, you'd watch the babies and I'd go do my things. But yeah, it'll be challenging because right now we can just pick up and go and travel and do whatever we want. So I'm taking the baby with me wherever I go. I know you say that, but the reason that I, I'm so hesitant in having kids right now is because I just love our freedom so much. Mm. It is nice. It is nice to have the freedom. Yeah. Freedom is so great, right, Jer? I mean, right, Kaylin? Isn't freedom just so great? <laughs> the fact that we can just pick up and go to Ohio or Colorado for as long as we want. Um, but at the same time, too, Jared always talks about how much he loves baby Dawson and how he's the most important thing in his life and ever will be. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, there's definitely... I would I would there, happily, but. like, as much as it sucks to sacrifice freedom, I would happily sacrifice my freedom from Dawson. You know, like, I would never change I anything. would gladly be, like, a homebody for four years, I think. I think if we had a baby, I would just be a homebody for four years. <laughs> That's crazy coming from you. I swear, I would do it. <laughs> I could find new... Ho- I'm pretty good at finding new hobbies where I could do them from home that I would, like, find fulfilling, I think. Like, whether it's you know, building stuff around the house. Maybe I'll pick up the sax again. Maybe that kid is going to grow up to mm. be a, a, a jazz musician because I'm playing the sax for four years and then he, he picks it up and starts playing better than me all of a sudden because I'm pretty bad at it as it is. But um, yeah, I don't know. You could hike with the baby too, hike close by the house. Mm, yeah, that's not like super fulfilling to me, but I'm just saying, I, I feel like I can find something. <laughs> it's, it's, it's different for us in, in our current situation, obviously, because... Jared has the 10 hour a day, 12 hour a day job that he does with Audrey's and we don't. So I think we were kind of, for, we would for, force ourselves to find something to stay busy, which is a good yeah, thing. That was, I the, think, that was but, the giant mistake. Dawson was not. I, have you guys talked about going on your honeymoon? I, like, I feel like you mentioned South Africa at some point. Is that still mm-hmm. a go? Yeah, I'm working on the hotels right now. Um, we would start in Cape Town and spend like three or four nights in Cape Town and then go over and do like a safari for a week. Um, just trying to figure out like where to go. So I'm uh, not too knowledgeable about South Africa, except from what I've seen in Blood Diamond. But uh, Cape Town, there's Johannesburg and Cape Town, correct? Yes. One is more dangerous than the other, correct? Uh, Dean's nodding, so I guess so. Yeah. Johannesburg is more dangerous. Joburg is more dangerous, yeah. Got it. So you're going to Cape Town. Very nice. I've heard we somebody. might go to Joburg. We might get a little danger in our lives. Why not? I don't always do that. welcome the danger. You're not planning it. this trip. You don't get a say. Yeah. Oh, but I'm going on it, so I don't it's my honeymoon and I don't get a say <laughs> if we get to experience a little bit of danger. Yeah. Come on. Not if you don't help plan it. You gotta put the legwork yeah. in, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I haven't been asked to help plan anything. I feel like we're still in the preliminary phases. We don't even know when we're going. We don't even know if we're going. I thought we were going to the Maldives. Oh, we do. We have the Belmont booked for four nights in Cape Town. So now we just have to find the, figure out the safari part, which is being worked on. So you're going. Yeah, we're going. And mm. Dean, uh, the idea of Kaylin uh, planning the trip, not asking for your opinion, and letting you know that because you didn't plan it, you don't have a say on what the itinerary is. That's just called marriage, bro. So just get used to that. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be the most perfect honeymoon. We'll have the spa. We'll have tennis. We'll have great meals. There's like this beautiful farm-to-table picnic with a swing. And yeah, it's wow. going to be great. He's going to have a great time. Lots of, um, you know, murderous animals. It sounds like exactly like your kind of trip. Spa, tennis, farm-to-table picnic. Uh-huh. Sounds exactly like something you're going to absolutely love. And that's, a, that's all I care about. That's Cape Town. Mm-hmm. And then the safari is like, you know, more for you. Waking up at 5 a.m., waking up for sunrise, taking photos. Uh, yeah, it's a good mix of both of us. Like Jared said, if you're planning it, you might as well plan it for your own interest. I am. 
Uh, no, I, I agree. I think that's how you should. If, if I <laughs> was more worried about it and I started getting concerned about not having fun for myself, which I will, obviously, I would jump in and say, no, 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 we're not doing this. We would do this instead. But, you know, I want you to go and have fun and do the things that you want to do. And then maybe I can work in some of my interests while we're there, too. Well, yeah, I figured you wouldn't play tennis, so you could go do your own thing while I'm playing tennis. Well, who are you going to play tennis against? The Belmont has a tennis coach, so I'm going to play as a coach. Mm. Hopefully he's not too good looking. <laughs> no, I hope he is. I hope he is good looking. I want Kaylin to... <laughs> it's going to be like a long cane poly with the scuba instructor. You for scuba? Are you for tennis, Kaylin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would stink. I'd feel really bad about that, but oh well. Dean, if you were to plan a honeymoon, where would you go? Hmm. Oh, man, if I were to plan... Well, I mean, we kind of agreed South Africa would be the move for us. I just would do it a little differently. Not not better by any stretch of the imagination. I'm curious because you told me Cape Town. I was like, how long do you want to spend in Cape Town? And you're like, Cape Town for three to four days. And then we'll do the safari the rest of the time. I'm following your instructions. Oh, I'm not I've, I'm not being critical of your of your planning at all. I'm saying... I would, I would just focus more on the stuff that you could only do in South Africa, like the safari. Like, like you don't go to South Africa to play tennis. Not that you shouldn't play tennis when you're in South Africa, but like you go to South Africa for the animals, for the for the outdoors, whatever it is. But I agree with your approach. Like half and half is kind of what we would want to do. Is like five days at a nice place where we can relax and just kind of like laze around and do whatever we wanted, whether it be play tennis or play golf. And then like seven days doing a safari where we're going to get a bunch of cool pictures and see a lot of cool animals, that kind of stuff. That's got that. I mean, if I were to plan it, it would be very similar to how you're doing it. You're just better at planning than I am. Wait, so, so you would be planning the same trip essentially, just a little different. Yeah. I just like, you know, I just like being critical of everything and everyone all Oh my gosh. (laughs) No, but you're doing, you're doing great. And I think we're going to have an awesome time. I hope it ends up happening. I know you said you already got the hotels kind of figured out or at least starting to figure it out. We're still like what, five months away no, from no. even going on this thing? So We're going to South Africa for our honeymoon. We just I just need to book flights, and then um, the flights kind of suck. So we would fly to Europe and then Europe to South Africa. So I think we should spend a couple of days in Europe and then go to South Africa. Right. Well, United maybe Airlines a is a direct flight from, from Newark to South Africa. So maybe, hey, United Airlines, if you're listening to this, we're going on our honeymoon. We would love a direct flight from Newark to South Africa. Um, please help us out because we really need it. Thank you very much. That's right, United. Better be listening. That's uh, that's how we're looking. Jared, how are you guys looking on booking your accommodations for our wedding? Are you guys getting any closer to that? Because time is a ticking. Dude, Ashley does all that sh- Are you kidding me? I, at this point, I'm worried you guys aren't going to come. Of course we're coming. When is it? Just kidding. <laughs> Dude. All right. I hope so. We've had some wedding controversy on this podcast in the past, and so ah, here we you know, I don't know if, Come from the guy I, I don't know who, we, who don't told know me that one. he booked his flight, uh, which was so sweet, like eight months before the wedding. He was like, oh, my flight's booked. I'm ready to go. And I'm like, this guy, unbelievable. So awesome. And then the day of the rehearsal dinner, oh, I, I my flight got canceled. I'm rerouted to Boston and I got to drive down. I'm like, oh, dude, that sucks. Like, I can't believe your flight got canceled, blah, 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 blah. And then I just found out that he missed his flight. <laughs> oh. But but I still made it for the rehearsal dinner. I still You still made it for the rehearsal dinner. dinner. That's right. Gave yeah. a great speech. Great speech. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. And then I was super hungover the next day. Your wedding was a lot of fun. I did have a lot of fun. Um well, you guys will have a lot of fun at your wedding too. Just make sure you soak a, it all in. Don't stress I over any f- planning. I learned a few things from that, though. I don't think I'm going to drink at all at our wedding. I Ooh, plan I like on that. It at least, I don't want to be bloated. I don't want to be hungover. So I'm probably just going to stay sober. And like Jared said, soak it all in. The problem with you, Dean, is it feels like you can't have one drink. It feels like you're the type of person not to like put tags on you, but. It feels like you are unable. If you crack one open, game is over. Oh, yeah. Well, alcoholism runs in my family, and that's definitely part of it. And once I have one sip, it's, it's game on. And no one yeah. knows what's going to happen <laughs> next. So, so that's why I think it might just be best to avoid it altogether. <laughs> and I haven't really been drinking very much lately at all, and I'm starting to finally get in good shape. So yep. yeah. if, I st- if I stay sober, I'll stay slim, and I'll stay sexy, and my bride will think I'm handsome and cute and so that's enough of a reason for me to stay sober you know have you guys been 
uh, actively thinking about that? Because you're both in have always been in great shape. Have you been trying to even get in better shape for the wedding or is it just whatever? Dean has been. Dean, that's his main goal for doing the 14ers, right? To be hot and sexy for you? Yeah, that's that's a big one for sure, yeah. You've lost a lot of weight. It's very impressive. You didn't need to lose weight. You, I know you're you're just very critical of your body, but you've done a great job. I need to start doing like crunches or push-ups or something because while I'm getting slimmer, I need to still maintain some muscle mass. So I need to get into the gym maybe like a month before the actual ceremony. But you've been killing it. You're doing pull-ups. You're doing uh, um, squat lunge extension things. Every time I look at your Instagram stories, you're doing some <laughs> new workout I've never heard of. Yeah, my pull-ups are pull-up. Um, they're assisted pull-ups. They're not real pull-ups, but they are fun. And the gym's been fun. I started working out like more consistently and harder. I feel like around the time we got engaged and solely for the wedding, but now I just like really enjoy the way I feel. Mm -hmm. So, and I've heard from so many people, they like work out so hard for the wedding and then they just stop. And I'm really hoping I can like incorporate this long term and, and make it a part of my routine. And I'm not just going to stop after the wedding, but we'll see. You will. If you feel great and you keep okay. working out, you will. Are you satisfied with the results so far? You got some crazy abs lately. I, I, you know, I am happy with it. It's just, you know, being a woman, my body ebbs and flows. And depending on what time of the month it is, that's pretty frustrating. It's like, I work out so hard. And then, you know, my period comes and I'm bloated and mm. feel like crap. So I'm just, I'm just adjusting to that. And I'm cycle syncing, which I've heard a lot of people talk about on TikTok and I think it's really helped me like not only with emotions, but also with my body as well. And like being more, you know, positive in terms of my body. If that makes mm. sense. That's great. Cycle That's syncing? Awesome. Cycle syncing. Yeah. So within your cycle, you have uh, four phases. There's the luteal phase. And I forget the rest. There's one that's ovulating. There's one that's your period. And then there's one more. And so with every phase, there's like certain things you should be eating. There are follicular phase. Thank you, Easton. Um, so there are certain things you should be eating, certain ways you should be working out or like, you know, being easy on your body. And it's good to understand because sometimes I'm like, I'm angry right now or why am I feeling sad? And so cycle syncing just really helps you understand your body a lot better. And there's, you know, people who talk about this and do a much better job of it, but it has been interesting and really helpful so far. Nice. Easton. That's cool. How did you know that? <laughs> it was a very quick response. There's a podcast I work on called Scrubbing In with uh, Becky Tilly and Tanya Rad, and Tanya's very into cycle syncing. I know a lot about cycle mm. syncing. Got it. That's what I assume. <laughs> Probably more than me. <laughs> nice. Because I felt like a really husband there for a second. Yeah. Well, I also feel for not knowing about the sinking cycles. Mm -hmm. yep. um, I've got, a, I've got a, a potentially TMI question, Caitlin. Feel free to just brush this off. Do you know, because you can kind of plan when your cycle is going to be every month. Do you know where in the cycle you'll be for our wedding weekend? Yes, it keeps changing and it's pretty upsetting. So I was supposed to be ovulating on the day of our wedding. Let's nice. see where we're at now. Baby. Now Let's I think go. I'm... <laughs> I think now I'm supposed to be PMSing on the day of our wedding. Wait, let's see. Oh my God. No. Yep, PMSing. No. <laughs> Dude, she's going to say no, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it keeps changing. So we'll see. My brother and his wife conceived on the day of their wedding. So, you know, we might, we, I guess we can't follow in those footsteps, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's probably for the best. Maybe we'll have a wedding day miracle. Who knows? True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners 
say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at (sighs) discoverpuertorico.com. I bet a lot of married couples, I would say more than 50%, more often than not, do not have sex on their wedding night. Because it's just so like tiring and stuff? Yeah, I was just talking to my friend about this. Um, She said they got married and then took photos. And then in between, I guess, the reception, while people were at cocktail hour right after, she's like, let's just have sex because I know we're not going to have it after the wedding. So they just went in the room, had sex, and then came out and started partying. Nice. Let's do that. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I would feel, I guess I'd be fine, right? You just go, you have sex, but then you're like, grandma, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> you know, it's like, little, I'm sure uh, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> oh man, this is TMI, but you guys ever get like, um, like post guilt, you know what I mean? You're like, I can't let anybody see like, you know? like see us right afterwards i need like a minute to just be like oh okay no we're fine no no way when i, I walk out with my shoulders held high yeah. walking out like a freaking <laughs> like a bat weevil and no one knows why either you know and that's how i like it too i don't want anyone to know what's going on i just want them yeah. to see my confident strut that i'm that i'm having so but you know and that's all that matters yeah i know that's all that matters i was gonna say maybe we should do it before the ceremony but that would be um That'd be bad because we have to wait. Instead of a first look, it's first sex. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. 
But that'd be bad because we have to wait until we're married to even engage in that type of action. Right, anyway, right, right, so. right. Obviously. Of course, yeah. of course. But you know what's hard is we've been to weddings where, um, you know, either the groom and the bride or or one or the other is saving themselves for marriage. And I've talked to people afterwards, like the bride afterwards, and she's like, it's so awkward because so many people are talking about it at the wedding. And like, then everyone knows like that night you're going to have sex for the first time. And it's just like, it feels so invasive, you know? Mm, yeah. I think before our wedding, Kaylin, we should go through a process to be born again virgins. I wonder what that would look like. Like, what are the <laughs> just to lose of, our virginity? Mm-hmm. What kind of hoops we'd have to jump through in order to like get that confirmed? Uh, you know, with the church or whoever it might be. But like, that'd be nice to go into our wedding yeah. both pure, both pure. <laughs> You're not like gonna it. like it because you hate church, so that would never happen. Yeah, but I'll still do it. You know, I think it'd be fun, fun to say we both lost our virginity on our wedding night. He'll, yeah, he'll do it for the podcast. Um, yeah. Do it for the content. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how long you have to not have sex for in order to be considered a born again virgin. You know, I like, think it's, I think it's just like faith wise. You just like maybe go. You know, I'm probably making this up. Go to your pastor and you do a lot of work and like months of like prayer and stuff, and then. Mm. Honestly, I, mean. I don't know, but that sounds like it's right. Can it be like done overnight? You know what I mean? You guys should the day before, you know, just be like, all right, let's <laughs> go get this over with. So tomorrow we can be born again. Can I get like, an, like an online certificate or something? Just like a quick expedited version where I just fill out a form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's everything for that these days. If I want to be ordained, all I have to do is jump online real quick and fill out a survey or whatever. Uh, there's got to be a way to do it for born again virgin too. Oh, but, yeah. It's um, probably all on the same website. You can get ordained. You can yeah. get uh, Groupons for skiing, and you can uh, get a certificate to be a born again virgin. <laughs> nice, yeah. yeah I, th- I think we should explore it. We need to explore it. But um, I think we've offended enough people as it is. Maybe we should move on to something else. <laughs> nah, never. Oh, I almost died the other day. I can talk about that real quick. How'd you almost die? Oh yeah. I almost fell off a mountain. I sent Kaylin a video of it. It was pretty. Uh, it's pretty, it's, it's kind of hard to see in the video of exactly what happens, but I was walking down like this super narrow ridge really high up off the, it was like a 2000 foot ridge that's like maybe two feet wide. And I like stepped down and I slipped. And if I slipped and fell, I would have fallen 2000 feet and died. But I caught myself really quick and I got it all on video, which might have helped, might have been the reason why I slipped, but I don't think so. Cause it was in my hands and it was my feet obviously that slipped, but you can like see my foot like, sputter out and then I like catch myself on the rock at the last second um and it was pretty terrifying and then I had the video so I was like uh, I probably shouldn't send this to Kaylin but in hindsight since I survived like it's pretty funny so I did and uh yeah that was my experience almost dying yeah it wouldn't have been funny if Kaylin witnessed your death on video uh and she got it sent to you you know sent to her I gotta say I gotta say though like you know if you are gonna almost die it's pretty cool to have it on camera. Like it's it, yeah. of all the things to have on camera, that's a cool thing to have, have on camera. So when it happened, I like, I wasn't scared and I wasn't like, whoo, that was a close one. I was in my head. I was like, thank God I was recording. <laughs> How many close calls have oh you had? <laughs> um, hiking wise, not really any, like that was probably the biggest one. The one, like that was the biggest one where like, it was pretty obvious. I was like a couple inches away from death. Whereas maybe before there have been close calls, but it hasn't been so obvious, you know? Like I don't I don't know a specific examples, but like that one was like if I if I continued to fall just a little bit more, I would have been done so. Um so Caleb, that was that was quite an experience. Is there ever a point where you, he would have such a close call where you would say, "Listen, I you, you you need to stop. You can't do this anymore." Well, yeah, we talked about this, um, like his 14 years specifically, and it has been causing me a lot of anxiety. Just this one in particular, these three, because mm. his friend who's fearless said it was the scariest one, like the most dangerous one. He wasn't scared the whole time on this 14 year expedition until this one. So I wasn't sleeping for like three days leading up to it. And while you were climbing, I didn't tell you this because I don't like to tell him when I'm anxious to like put that anxiety on him when he's mm-hmm. already doing like really scary stuff. Um, but like, it's like 110 degrees in Vegas. And I was like shaking, like shivering, like had such bad anxiety. And I was like, is he alive? Is he alive? I'm like checking stories Ugh. of the friends that he's with. 
he's not texting me back. His satellite phone's not texting me back, like nothing. And I'm like, the last time his friend posted was two hours ago. And then he texts me like 20 minutes later. But it causes me so much anxiety. And mm. that one was definitely the worst one. Um, but I wouldn't tell him to stop, you know? Like mm. when we have kids, I think it's it's important to like be a lot safer. You know, I want you to live for me. But when we have kids, it's like, you know, I want our kids to have a father. So mm-hmm. I, would, I wouldn't really say like, stop, this is too scary. But when we have kids, maybe just like be a little safer. But the thing and is- And don't do too, the like- scary routes because Dean was doing the scary routes. He had the option to do one that's easier and he's going out of his way to do something that's harder. Yeah, why do the scary routes, bro? Because it's way yeah. more, it's way more, it feels more accomplishing, I guess. And it's more fun. But the thing is like, I don't want to die. I'm not ready to die. So I'm- and I, like, yeah, I don't want you to be a widow either. But the thing, like, I, I want to be alive more than I don't want you to be a widow. So I'm still fighting for my own self-preservation. I'm not going to purposefully oh. go kill myself. You know what I mean? Well, no so, one's saying that. Yeah, I thought you meant you wanted, like, <laughs> the feeling of being alive was more important than Caitlin being a widow. I'm like, damn, bro. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Tell us no, how you no, really no. Like, feel. Like, like, like I'm, not, I'm not trying to die. I have no interest in dying. So, like... That supersedes any situation where, like, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm like, oh, I could probably die here. It's all calculated in my head, for better or for worse, I guess, where I'm like, oh, I can definitely do this. But, like, you know, accidents do happen, of course, but same as accidents happen on the road where people get into car crashes and die, and it's very sad. Um, it's no different than this. It's all, you know, probability and all that kind of stuff where it's like, you could probably, I could probably do this and be fine. And I'm going to go and do it and prove it to myself that I can. Um, that's basically what it is, but that was the moment that where I where I almost tripped, yeah, where I was scared. And Kaylin's kind of right; I was taking like more challenging routes up. Um, I didn't wear a helmet on this route the other day, and there's like this big, long, steep gully with a bunch of loose rock in it. And I was with a group of three other people, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to be in the gully with three other people because they could kick rocks down and hit me on the head." So I took I I just kind of like winged it. I was like, "This looks like a good route." And I followed this ridge line all like two mile, well, like a mile and a half up to the summit. And it was, we started at like 4 a.m. So it was super dark. And I got to this like crazy, uh, like rock spire on the ridge. And I was like, tried to climb up it, got really freaking scared, climbed down. And then I was like yelling to my friends who were half a mile away. I was like, I think I have to turn around. I don't know what to do. Like, I'm pretty freaked out right now. And then I like started looking at it again. And I was like, I can do it. I just have to freaking commit and get over it and then once I'm there then I can figure out what to do next and it was like like I said it was full dark out and so I was like shining my headlamp on it trying to find a solution the rock is like super loose so I get to the top of it and then I get to the ridge and, and everything went well but then afterwards I was like looking online um, to see if anyone else had done this you know makeshift route that I had done and it turns out like 10 people have done it and it's like fifth class like five six climbing which I can climb five, six super easily, but normally you're like on a rope and you're protected and stuff and it's daytime and you know, there's a lot of other things kind of working in your favor. But this time I was like, uh, I'm just going to wing it. So Kaylin's right. I do, I do try, kind of make things a little more difficult for myself sometimes intentionally because it's more fun and I don't think I'm going to die. And it's more of an accomplishment at the end of the day. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Is there a difference between route and route? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is though. I just say I say whichever one I'm feeling <laughs> in the moment. Yeah, I agrees. Uh, agrees. What What do I say? I think I say root. What do you say? Route. You say root. I say. Yeah, I say root. It depends. Root. Yeah, but I say I. Not I definitely route. like that's. I think I say both. I definitely say both. It's like oh, that's the route. That's the route over there. I but if were, I was like, oh, this I is bet route you, 146. Oh yeah. yeah, right. Route 146 sounds weird. I bet you route is more proper. Like root could sound like the root of like a plant, but route is pretty obviously like the the route, you know. Mm-hmm. So Easton says, I think root can be a verb, and route is always a noun. Neither of those. Wait, yeah, that's not how you, you spell it, though, right? <laughs> anyway, yeah, definitely that R O U T E is how you spell both. Uh, but maybe I he was just that way his... to pronounce it. I, you got to read it and pronounce it the right way. Oh, that's phonetically, that's bro. He's, he's spelling it phonetically for us. It's a phonetic explanation. Yeah, for us. because if he spelt it both the same way, then we would have no idea which way he was he was going. That makes sense. Uh, well, thank you so much for everybody <laughs> tuning into this week's episode of Help. We suck at being newlyweds. That will do it. Route or route. 
uh please follow us on instagram uh same old instagram we're always promoting the podcast on there with all our new stuff and uh thank you for listening dean kaylin have fantastic times in both of your locations and um i'm gonna go to audrey's make sure you guys tune in next week where hopefully we suck just a little bit less thanks for listening follow us on instagram at help we suck at being newlyweds and email us at newlyweds at iheartradio.com Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.